0: to save us donnie you're out of your element
1: it's not a tumor my first wife was targeted she's a pilot now oh now you're gonna shoot me in my pinky toe shut up and literally fuck your own face welcome back everybody to another episode so Dill, i understand that now that you have access to my audible you started with the orcs i heard Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. did you finish gazgul i haven't
0: finished it yet i'm pretty decent ways in um, that last day I worked, the crackheads just would not quit interrupting me, and I I had literally had to revert. You know that part where it's talking about replacing his head with the like plate from that mech or whatever. Yeah. It's talking about how he's like scraping what little brains are left and pushing them back in, and then jam that cyber eye on. And I I had to reverse that part multiple times to listen to because the crackheads kept coming in. So I did have to stop about at that part that last day, but. Yeah, the book is great so far. The dude got his fuck have his head blown off, you know.
1: Yeah, the top of Gazgul's head is um, a terminate a terminator butt plate. So he mm-hmm. has he's a butthead. He got his head
0: blown off, most of it, and the only part of his brain that remained was the one that remembered gork and mork. <laughs> so all you need is gork and mork in your life. Remember that? Yep. Oh
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I also listened to probably about I'd say I'm about 30 minutes into the first Fabius book. Is, yeah, Fabius. 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 Fabius, yeah, sorry. It's not Fabio, Fo- Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got a little bit into that. Not super far, just the just the first introduction, talking about basically how
1: fucked he is, mostly. The but, uh, I would say that a lot of those trilogies, I've found that the first book c- tends to be a little on the like dry side. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's because it's setting everything up. Yeah. You know, like it still has a point. You know, it's it's not completely irrelevant. It's just setting the stage for the rest of it cuz usually like the second and the third book, those are those are where shit Maybe really hitters. pops off, yeah. But I'm um, the the first Fabius book, it has Fabius in it, but not as much as you would want.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because it's it's got the other side character that starts the book out, and that's kind of who they follow a yeah. little bit. But it's just a, you know, I, I don't know. It's not, it's not because he's necessarily important. It's just how the guy... Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate, though, because the guy that wrote those books, Josh Reynolds, he doesn't write 40K anymore. Hmm. But, like, every 40K book he wrote, I think I own pretty much all of them. Unless there's some random one that I've missed, and they've all been fantastic. It's just, it's a, uh, um, yeah. They've they're just. I think what it was and why he doesn't really do it anymore is because maybe GW wanted more like grimdark. Maybe so. And his books seem to they have some grimdark, but they both. He's he's really good at making like shithead characters. Yeah. And I think that that's probably what came in an impasse with GW. Mm-hmm. So that's... He still does Age of Sigmar books. Interesting. I haven't read any of those. I Eventually I'll get into Age of Sigmar. But there's just so much into 40K. Yeah,
0: I was about to say, you gotta... There's, there's, I'm yeah. not even caught up in Sigmar and there's a lot less of than there is 40k. There's a lot less. And I still am not even half invested into the fantasy. Yeah. I will say, though, the humans in 40k are so much more interesting than in fantasy. I don't like the humans at all in fantasy. I think they're so boring. It's like your units are human with a stick, human with a longer stick, human with a bow, human on a horse... Human pushing a catapult, and then a dude on a horse with armor. Like those are your those are your units. I can play that when I can play scaven. I can have rat ogres, rattling guns, fucking, you know, warp fire flamethrowers. You know what I mean?
1: No, those they're so fun to play. Yeah, until
0: warp. yeah. Like I, I'm over here using warp cannons and you know, play claw catapults, and then they're over here sending fucking peasants with sticks at me.
1: I will. I will point out though to our listeners that because what got you into it to where you're like fine I'll I'll listen, you know, like I'll I'll try and learn some of the lore is Dark Tide. Yeah. Because
0: for, sure, for sure. We've
1: been playing the fuck out of Dark Tide. Yeah, I'm in the in the small bits that I get to play, we've been really hammering out the uh-huh. Dark Tide play. And I will I will cuz I bought that game at launch. And they have they have turned it around. So even if you know you're on Xbox, you know I think it's on Game Pass. So you know give yeah. it a try. But they they fixed the lighting. Mm-hmm. They fixed uh, it. Used to be where every like five levels on your character, you were able to just pick between like a, like two perks, and that was like you know the bo- the boat the boost that you got. Yeah. But now that they have the talent tree. Mm-hmm. Now you're able to really play around with your character. Yeah,
0: there's a lot more personalization with the builds and more character you can put in them. Um,
1: the game felt unfinished when they came out with it, and that's why they got some shit for it. Uh-huh. But
0: they, I never, they did
1: they did turn it around.
0: I never played the game in its original state. I only played it after this new revamped update. And I can say it wholeheartedly, I've had no problems with the game. So... If it's something you want to pick up now or get back into, I'd highly recommend it. It's it's improved leagues.
1: It's they they did it well. It, it sucks that it took so long.
0: Yeah, that's just how games are nowadays. Like we've talked about this before. Like games, they just don't release finished anymore.
1: Well, and that's I've been I have some major beef right now with Blizzard
0: because okay. I
1: I picked up Diablo Four and yeah. it was I played through the story and everything, but. Man, that game they It gets very dry very quick from what I hear. It's not just that. Mm. It's it's stuff that they're now putting things in and I I eventually had to go through like all my like social media and shit and just say quit showing me stuff about Diablo. Yeah. Because every single post was about like season two and all these things they were doing with season two. I,
0: I heard a lot of complaints from people in that game where the game felt like a chore to play after a while. Like it felt like they were doing a
1: job, like it was exhausting. They, they were it. it I I never got a character to a hundred. Yeah, and and it's because once you hit a certain point, you just got to the point. It, it just you didn't care mm-hmm. because all there was to do once you beat the story. There's nightmare dungeons. There's hell tides. You know, there there's things to do. But, like, the the Nightmare Dungeons, they were... You learned the layouts very, very quickly.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it's like, why, why in the fuck don't you guys have more variety to it, you yeah. know? And there was a lot of doubling back that you had to do that just added to time that you didn't need to have, uh-huh. you know? It was like the, the level design was fucked up. But then there's other things that... Like the gems that you pick up, and it gets to a point where you don't pick up some of the lesser gems anymore. Once you reach a certain point, you're picking up like some of the best gems. You know you don't have to actually combine them. Yeah. But every gem took up an inventory slot, so you're flying through levels and you're like, oh, I'm out of space, and you look, and half your inventory is just gems that you've picked up. So it was like they they hampered you there, mm-hmm. and the public. The players, I think it was back in beta, they were like, dude, the gems are fucking with the inventory, yeah. like you need to fix this shit, and they ignored it. I also heard that
0: there were classes that were broken, that are still broken. They Like, didn't... like is it, what, what was it, the Sorcerer? Is that what it was? Yeah. Like, their, their, their defense modifier or something didn't work or something, and then like... Their, some of their abilities didn't proc the way they were supposed to, or some rather. And
1: The issue I feel like they have with it is that there were certain, you know, if you wanted to do a blizzard build, then you could do a blizzard build, but after a certain point, because it wasn't in that, like, meta spot, you couldn't play the blizzard build anymore. And then you had to try and farm all these different things to try and switch your build, and it just made the game where it was just like, I might as well just delete this character and make a new one how I should have made it yeah because it's gonna be a pain in the ass to try and find those you know random uniques that have such a low drop rate to try and get to a point where this character can move on and do the next thing mm. so they, they do have a problem with that it's not it, it's not very well balanced and and the problem with AAA games these days is that they're putting shit out to do a cash grab, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Well, we're gonna fix it later." And yeah, I'm, I'm now yeah. I'm now over it with that.
0: Yeah, I get it. I get that. That's it's really it is a thing. Like you, like Payday Three just came out. It's so it's barely a finished game. I like it. It's a good foundation. I've said this a million times, about a million different games that have come out. It's a great foundation, but I looked at the player numbers, and there's 2,500 people playing three, and there's 21,000 playing two. That's telling you something.
1: Yeah. There's more to do in two than there is in three, clearly. I'm, I'm hoping that maybe not for, like, you know, Payday, mm-hmm. because Payday is, you know, a first-person shooter, you know, Dark Tide first-person shooter but with with games like Starfield and like you know all these open world RPGs I'm really hoping that Baldur's Gate 3 has shown developers like this is the new way that you need to go about doing it I to hope where so.
0: it should be the standard
1: it to where you know they they give you more freedom yeah. it's not a linear thing you know that's one of the things that turned me off from Skyrim Skyrim was like it was fun while it lasted mm-hmm. But then it got to the point where it was just like, it, it felt empty.
0: Yeah.
1: I you know, I, I have yet to play Boulder's Gate 3, it's on my list, but I've seen plenty of things about it that, you know, you you pick, this is how I'm going to react. Yeah. And then it's like, well then, you know, two hours down the line, you then have to deal with the consequence of that action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that kind of stuff is cool. Like, you know, is how that, much better would Red Dead Redemption be if... You know, you could handle yourself in this quest, but then it affected a quest later on yeah. down the line, so, and it had to alter how that quest went about yeah. because of something you did earlier in the game. Oh, you killed that guy when you could have let him live, and now you have a harder time with this quest. Or mm-hmm. or an yeah, easier time.
0: There's a ton of notes that games could take from Baldur's Gate. So.
1: Not to mention the fact that it was finished.
0: Yeah. Yeah. With no microtransactions at launch. That's
1: the that's the thing that bothers me the most with things like Diablo is that they they put the game out, they knew it wasn't going to be well received by fans, but they definitely had a fucking shop. Yeah. They definitely had a $25, you know, horse mm-hmm. armor set that they want you to buy. And
0: another thing I notice companies are doing is they're just like they, they like to post on Twitter and stuff like, do you guys realize how much time it takes to design armors and new outfits for games? We can't be pumping this stuff out constantly because of how much work it is. But if you look, and this is Bungie that said this, by the way, if you look at Destiny, their premium shop has a brand new outfit once a month, their premium shop, but apparently adding them to the game by default is too, that's too much. That costs too much to make.
1: Well so, yeah because they're giving it away for free. Yeah,
0: yeah. So the only way they can afford to give you new content is if you pay for it. That's the only way they can afford it.
1: And how how do we, you know, how do game developers fix this? Because the AAA game games, you know, the Activision's, the Bungies, the, you know, all these they they get the $60 for the game. You know, well, 70 now, 70. And if you go off of Steam, you know, Steam takes a cut. Because you're using their their stuff, so that's why a lot of, that's one of the downsides to PC is that you, you know, I refuse to have an EA launcher. Mm-hmm. I, I refuse. I absolutely refuse. But it's also like, I don't want to give EA any money. Yeah. But if you want to buy, if you want to play the new Call of Duty, you have to buy it off the Blizzard launcher. Yeah. And you have to use the Blizzard launcher to play Call of Duty. So that that's one way that they kind of bypass that, is that, well, we don't have it on Steam. That's fine. You're getting all your money. But it's like, you already got that. Why do we need to have these ridiculously overpriced skins when you would sell more skins if they weren't 25 fucking dollars?
0: Yeah, exactly. It's
1: ridiculous. It's a skin, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Sea of Thieves has that issue, too.
0: Yeah, but I don't feel like Sea of Thieves is as expensive as some stuff.
1: Well, Sea of Thieves stuff. is like, you know, if you want to have a full set for, like, you know, a a ship. If you Now, want that the full can be pricey. That could be pricey, yeah. But at the same time, you know, you paid 40 bucks for the game. Mm-hmm. So it's like you already have, like, that $20, $30 buffer.
0: Yeah, and if you ever buy the season pass in Sea of Thieves... It gives you all your ancient coins back if you complete the season. It gives them all back to you. So you get all your money back for the next season. So as long as you keep doing your season, you only got to pay for one, and you have all of them for free from then on out.
1: Yeah, as long as you keep playing the game. Yeah, yeah, you
0: just got to keep beating the plunder plunder pass. And it didn't take but eight hours of gameplay to finish that thing. Like, how long did it take you? You got to, like, 60 your first day we were playing, right?
1: Yeah, that was whenever we got me to Pirate Legend, yeah. eight hours. Mm-hmm. Which
0: insanity, by the way.
1: Yeah, which, you know, yeah, that, that's a feat in itself.
0: That's bragging rights right there. It took me a month at launch. like
1: it. At the same time, though, I feel like if you have a game that you're not, you don't charge the full $70, and you have a cosmetic shop that's just like, hey, you know, if you want... You know this special thing you yeah. want this. You know you can get it, but they also give you the ability to work towards it in the game because you can mm. find the ancient skellies yeah. and get the ancient coins, so you don't have to actually pay any money. It just takes some time. It know, takes just some, time. some time. So the guy that's like, you know, my time's worth it. You know, I'll pay the five bucks and get that hat that I fucking want.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, okay. You know, you're saving yourself a little bit of time. You know, you're saving up those ancient coins for the, the ship skin that you want, or whatever it is. Yeah. That is, that's okay. You know, games that, if they have a premium currency...
0: Make it obtainable somehow, even if it's slow.
1: Even if it's slow, because that at least gives you the ability to get some of these mm-hmm. cosmetics, but you're not having to open your wallet up. Yeah. But you also have time played on games.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, and, and all they, all the company really wants from you is either your money or your time on the game. And if you can get money from time on the game, then they're still winning. You know what I mean? Their players, their player base is still up. They still have more people on their servers. It's it, Ultimately, it'd be good for them overall. And the people who aren't going to spend money aren't going to spend money either way, even if you lock it. They're, those people still aren't going to spend money. They weren't going to do beforehand. So you might as well give them a way that they could grind for it.
1: And a message to developers is, if you have it, Set up to where you have to you have to bring out your wallet. That also means that the parents fucking hate you. Yeah. Because their kids are constantly asking for a Fortnite fucking game card so they can get the new skin that launched. Yeah. And to where it gets to the point where the the parents are just like, God damn it, I wish you quit playing that fucking
0: game. Yeah, because it's a money sink at that point. And I mean, it's a kid. He's gonna want. He's gonna want the new skins. He's gonna want all the cool shit.
1: That's where I also like the the idea with CS uh, Counter Strike Two that just came out because they carried over all the weapons crates oh, yeah. and stuff Thank from goodness. the first there were one. People
0: with like literally literally skins that are like worth like twenty grand
1: on there. So and that's the that is where I feel EFTs should be going to is mm-hmm. like say you if Sea Thieves ever came out with Sea Thieves Two. Yeah. If all those different skins that you've bought unlocked through milestones and things, if they carried over into the new one, you know, that's that's where I also have a problem with cosmetics. Because you buy something for Overwatch One, it's not gonna be in Overwatch two. Mm-hmm. You gotta rebuy it if you want that. Overwatch in two is a scam, by the way. Nobody buy that shit.
0: No. It is a fucking scam. They, they re-released the game with a price tag and then they made it harder to obtain characters and skins because now you got to pay money and they removed the only new feature from the game that they promised you. So they just re-released the first game and made you pay for skins now instead of getting loot boxes. Yeah. Which were already dog shit. So, so that, that's why Blizzard, I... Li- Blizzard legit just gave you a deal, made you sign a contract, they ripped part of the contract off that you read...
1: And only did the parts that they want, but you already signed it, so you're so, fucked. And it's... I haven't really looked into it that much when it comes to the CS, you know, Go, Counter-Strike 2, whatever the fuck. But it seems like if you sell one of those, like say you got a knife and it was 500 bucks, mm-hmm. If you sold that knife through Steam, then I'm assuming that means that that $500 goes into your Steam wallet. Yeah. So... That also means that when a new game comes out, you can be like, you know, man, I really want to play this new game. You could sell one of those, you know, one of those knives that you have that you don't necessarily care about. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, well, I got ten of them. You know, I got ten different knives and I really like this one. So I'm going to sell one that I don't ever use. Now you have money to buy a new game.
0: Yeah, I actually, um, I used to play Team Fortress 2 and there's items you can get on there. I had a strange sniper and it basically keeps track of your kills. It's like a really rare one. I sold that for $14 one time because I was a little short on cash and it sold immediately and I was able to buy a game. So that that, that market really does work.
1: Well, and, cool. and that's the that's the fun part about Steam is that, you know, because they have stuff like that, it's it's its own ecosystem.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's something that's ingenious to them is that for some strange reason somebody will spend twenty thousand dollars on that knife that you unboxed, mm-hmm. but then it's like, you never have to worry about money to buy a new game ever again.
0: Yeah,
1: you know there are people that their livelihood is I open loot crates on Counter Strike,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and which is wild to me. Yeah, that's that's gambling. Like holy shit, that's major gambling. Yeah. With my luck, I'd drop a thousand dollars and get fucking blues and grays. And and yeah, I would. I'd be like, man, I got hundred bucks. <laughs> I just wasted nine hundred dollars. I hope this Better fucking TikTok next- video is yeah. worth it. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting time in gaming because we just they're trying to get the most money possible, and I understand. It's a business. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like they're taking advantage of their customer and, base.
0: And it's affecting their quality control at times, I feel like, too. Because they're just trying to get the game out and published. Even though it's not finished or it's buggy or it's whatever happens to be the problem with the game.
1: That's why I like those smaller developers. Mm-hmm. That's why I give a little bit of... I get a little more leeway to like developers like... What was it? Fat Shark? Is that who did Dark Tide? Mm-hmm. I give a little bit of leeway to them because it's a it's a small pub, you know publishing company you know they're a small developer. Obviously, you know when you're a small developer, you need cash flow. So I understand early access games mm-hmm. and trying to build off of it and you know fix it with the community, you know, saying, hey, how about you change this? How about you do this?
0: I'd be okay with games doing what they do where they release unfinished if they released early with a smaller price tag for you to test for them. Like, say, 15 bucks instead of 40 or 50 for whatever the game is. And then you get it for cheaper and you play it early and you help them fix the game. And then when it gets fully launched, they can put the full price tag on it. That's what I wish they would do. You know what I mean? So
1: the late bloomers have to pay the most money. Yeah, yeah,
0: because the game's done. They you deserve to pay that amount for the finished product. The people who did it early and dealt with the buggy mess and also doing your job for you, telling you how and what's fucked up about your game, because that's what they're doing.
1: Thousands of playtesters. Yeah.
0: That, for free. Yeah. No no not even they free. Pay they pay you. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the bullshit about this, is game testing is going away now because they just have you game tested. You leave a one-star review, they read your review, and then they fix what's done. Then next year, a bunch of new reviews come in, and they clean up your review. That's, that's literally the goal. Yeah. They fix the game, and then the reviews, you know, they go back
1: to positive. I wonder if Steam has a policy where when you review a game and you make it like a negative review, if after a few updates, if that review is then deleted. I don't.
0: I doubt it because I've seen reviews that are like years old. on some Yeah, games. I, I wonder so. though
1: that because does that mean that No Man's Sky has some shitty negative review that ha- that it it had since launch? Because yeah. at launch it was a fucking mess. Yeah.
0: Well, see if he's got that same problem. See if he's got that same problem. There's reviews on it that are like this game's unfinished. It's shit. Don't buy it. It's a waste of money. He's got plenty of those. Yeah. But there's a lot more now that are saying it's good. Because the game's finished now. So those kind of get swept under the rug in comparison.
1: Have you tried it out since they got rid of Double Gun?
0: I got on the other day and tried it. Oh, man. Broke my heart. <laughs> like, it, the skip is... Unless there's some way to do it different now, There's, it, it's completely impossible. It's slower if you do the
1: skip to pull out your second gun. I'm trying to learn how to fish on that game, and it is fucking infuriating. Oh, yeah? Because every time a fish fucking bites, it switches. It's like, hey, pull, you know, pull oh, yeah. away the
0: U E and breaks
1: your line. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, how the fuck am I supposed to combat this? Like, there's they they give you no time to try and read the little disclaimer on what you're supposed to do before your line fucking snaps. <laughs> it's bullshit.
0: You'll get used to it after a while. Yeah.
1: I wish I had more time to to play stuff but yeah. you know it's just being a being an adult it's Live not like whenever I, yeah I, I envy the fucking kids these days mm-hmm. no doubt cuz I yeah I don't have the time I used to mm-hmm. I don't have the time I used to. Oh, I
0: have I still have quite a bit of time but not like I used to, man. I'll spend in 10
1: hours a day. For a long time. Well, when you were a kid, you had ten hours a day.
0: Yeah. Now I'm, like, lucky to get three in, you know? Yeah. That's okay, though. I think it's for the best, though. Video games are more fun when you don't do them all the time. Yeah. When I played them all the time, I was getting tired of it.
1: That's why I don't understand Twitch streamers.
0: Hey, you gotta be a special breed to do that.
1: Yeah, like those guys that, you know, just
0: that play one game for like a decade yeah like that's insane to me I like, guess people who like stream like CSGO and they've been doing CSGO for 10 plus years and I'm like are you not
1: bored? or the guy are that are
0: not wore out or doing that? You
1: know, who is it? is it is it Asmongold? That, Asmongold yeah you know? that he just he basically just does World, World of Warcraft War, he
0: does World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy the online he one he does MMO shit yeah yeah and he does, and he, he has to make his own fun because he's played the game for so long. He'll do, like, mount-offs. I don't know if you know what that is. He basically will be That's, like, yeah. pull this mount out. If you don't have it, get the fuck out. You yeah, know? yeah, and finding then, out who going. has the most shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, he'll, he'll do, like, little challenges like that. and He'll occasionally go to the role-play servers and see what's going on and stuff like that. So he has to make his own fun because, you know, he's been at it for so long. There's, like, there's not a whole lot of stuff to show yeah. at this rate. Most people show up for Asmigold's character, not WoW.
1: Well and I've noticed that he does do a lot of just reaction videos yeah, and yeah. like when people talk shit about him, he'll react to it and uh-huh. comment on it. Yeah. And, which is funny to me that people you know, people want to talk shit about him and it's it's I like the playful banter. Yeah. But you know, whenever it's just like, Oh yeah, fuck that guy and all this stuff, it's just dude, just don't fucking pay attention. Yeah.
0: If you don't like Asman Gold, just move on. He's a fucking greaseball, wild wow player. Who fucking cares? Yeah, like, get over. He he, he he's going to sit in his you know his attic for the rest of his life. He ain't hurting nobody. Yeah, like, move on.
1: Yeah, leave the man to his Lambo. Fuck off.
0: Honestly, Asmongold's kind of a gangster, dude. He he looks like Schmeagle from Lord of the Rings, and he has a fucking <laughs> he has an Instagram model girlfriend, a new one every month. You know they're just coming in for that bag. And he's just getting him that primo insta pussy, and then getting rid of him, getting another one.
1: Maybe he just you know maybe what? he maybe he brings the heat.
0: I was talking or not talking, but I was watching a video of Gold and he was talking about it, and they were just like, "So Gold are you uh, how are you feeling about the breakup?" He was like, "What do you mean?" He was just like, "Aren't you upset?" And he goes, "No, I'm I'm happy now that I got rid of her." He's like, "I can live how I want to. I don't have to shower every day now." he's like fuck that bitch I'm glad I got rid of her I'll find a new Instagram model and then he like shows pictures of his bank account he's like hey Instagram models hey I'm just like man I wish I was a fucking grease ball of money that'd be sick yeah
1: (laughs) just goes to show man you know you you got the money Mm -hmm. you don't need to bathe you
0: don't have to you don't have to bathe you don't have to look good nothing as long as you got that green baby yeah Mm Mm-hmm. Telling you, money speaks a lot more than muscles.
1: It does. Mm -hmm. It does. Just ask Bill Gates. Yep. Or Jeff Bezos.
0: Or like, like look at look at celebrities. They always got a new twenty year old girlfriend every year.
1: Leonardo DiCaprio, dude. Yeah. Once they turn twenty five, they get the fuck out. He's like.
0: Mm, she's getting old. Ugh, Next, <laughs> I smell auto
1: insurance discount. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my house.
0: She's getting a little close to metapausal at twenty five. Let's <laughs> let's go with another twenty one year old. Which
1: is kind of creepy whenever it's like, dude, you're in your forties. <laughs> like, <laughs> you you need to you need... you could be her great
0: grandfather. Come on now. Like,
1: <laughs> well, it's it's one of those things. You know, I I see it whenever you know if if I'm talking to some like twenty year old, uh-huh. and I'm just like, goddamn, like. You ain't seen some shit. Yeah, you yeah. you have you have yet to see some shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, it sometimes it's hard. I I don't understand how he does it. Yeah. I don't understand how he does it unless it's literally they're
0: completely different people when they're like the age gap is that much. You oh know yeah. What I mean, so I feel like he's probably just well you know you know what he's you know what he's looking. Oh like. yeah. He's
1: just he's just trying to get some arm candy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And, and then and then get another one when that one's tired.
1: Like But that just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't me. know.
0: I, I couldn't I couldn't do it
1: myself. No. I, I found one that deals with my bullshit. Yeah, that's all you need. If that, that's all you need. If that doesn't work out, mm-hmm. I'm fucking over it. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, it. I I'm not looking for somebody else that'll deal with my bullshit. Yeah. Well, I'll yeah. just deal with my own bullshit. Yeah.
0: That's the, that's the hard part, find a woman that will deal
1: with your bullshit. Yeah.
0: You got lucky and found it in high school, I'm still on the prowl.
1: Yeah, well, there have been days where I'm wondering if she's going to finally just be like, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tired of your shit. Yeah. Now she dealt with it for what? Like 15 fucking years now or something crazy?
1: More like 20. Yeah, because I was like, what... Nine. Dude, she doesn't know how to react whenever she's yelling at me about something. I'm like, what are you mad about? I'm retarded. <laughs> <laughs> she's just... I mean, I can't argue that right now. She's
0: like, you are retarded. Um, all right, we agree on something. Yeah. <laughs> You're
1: like, see? Deflection. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I would like to do a shout-out to some of our newer listeners because I... I don't really check analytics that often. I try and not stare at it and like, "Ooh, we got a download." Yeah. But shout out to uh, the G from Brussels that has been on there for a very long time. I know we've mentioned him before, but a new shout out to. Uh, we have a couple Canadians, I guess. They keep that,
0: showing up to hear our dumbasses, so yeah. we appreciate you.
1: We'd like to. We'd like to hear from you guys, though, too. You know, I'm very interested in. You know, talk shit about us. You're from Canada. We can talk shit talk about shit you. About it's fine. Ours. I will say that. I imagine Canadians are some very nice people. I've have met some, and they've been really cool. Mm-hmm. But dude, fuck Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Who's They're, that? That's their like prime minister. That dude can that dude can just shove a cactus up his dick hole. Oh damn. A I cactus I got, got up the dick? Up the dick hole. Sheesh, what'd he do? Well, he's just, he's just a prick. Oh, that's, just, that's it? <laughs> that's just, that's he's just, just a, a prick? That's the best way I can fucking say it. So, I'm trying to adhere to the new podcast policies that they um, released. Oh, that. We All won't. Right. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry, Canadians. We will never get to where we're under that thumb because we ain't making no $10 million. 'Cause I think that's the that's the like cut off is like they're I think they're going after like Joe Rogan or some shit. Oh, okay. So it's like anything any media that makes like over ten million dollars, they have to have a certain like amount of positive Canadian programming in it. Uh-huh. And it's just like shut the fuck up, Justin. Shut the fuck up, you Castro fucking <laughs> Dude, if you see a side-by-side picture of him and Fidel Castro, they look... It has to be his kid. Has to be his kid. Yeah. But yeah, fuck that guy. I was very impartial to him until they did... Uh, he did that trucker shit. Did you hear about that? What's that? What do you so, doing? So, it was back during the pandemic. And they were pushing the vaccines and shit. Mm-hmm. And there was a big trucker protest. And anybody that was involved in that trucker protest, the Canadian government shut their bank accounts down.
0: What the fuck?
1: If you donated to the trucking protest, they shut your bank account down. Yeah, they... Can they they even do that? Oh, the government can do... Our government could do that if they wanted to. Obviously... Legally? Well, that's the gray area, you know, around here, we would argue that it's, you know, against, you know, free speech and all that shit. Yeah. But they I think Can- have- in Canada, like, they may have free speech, but they may not have true free speech. Yeah. You know, there's, there's governments out there that if you talk shit about them, there's a problem. So it's like, as long as you're not talking shit about us, you have free speech, but don't talk shit about us. And that's that's the thing I have an issue with is like I, I mean people in large groups tend to be kind of shitty but when you get them on an individual basis you know it's the, t- pe- t- people generally are yeah. really really cool
0: that that's that's my problem with people is the moment you get them in a group they stop speaking for themselves you know what I mean
1: that herd mentality
0: yeah it's and I do it too we're all victims of it but. yeah.
1: But I, I'm I'm trying to separate, you know, the people from their government. Yeah. Because, like, like us, I have no love for pretty much anybody that is in Washington, D.C. Yeah. You know, Hell, I have, don't really support any of them.
0: Have them fuckers got, you know, horrible, horrible charges swept under the rug that just keep getting swept under the rug. Like, I, I have no sympathy for most of them motherfuckers. I wish frankly. that our,
1: I, I would really wish that our population would wake up and kick them the fuck out.
0: Yeah, I'm. i really tired of people sitting so comfortable with the state of the world. I don't know how people are so comfortable. It's just sitting, sitting around, just watching. Like when I when I look at what's going on overseas and what our government's doing to us, it it rouses me up. I want to make some change, people. I want to do something.
1: What I feel like are, at least, because I'm I'm speaking from the American standpoint. You know, I. I have my views on, like, you know, Justin Trudeau and, like, various yeah. people around the world and other governments, but I don't live there, so I can't really comment on the ins and outs. I'm looking at it from an American standpoint, is that it's, it's wild to me that people don't realize that when we go around the world and we throw our fucking weight around and we wonder why there are countries that fucking hate us... Mm-hmm and it's like maybe it's because we go around throwing our weight like we're the big dick. Yeah.
0: We don't we can't mind our own business, America. We can't mind our own business.
1: It's the what happens in, you know, what hap- is happening in North Korea with Kim Jong Un, it's fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. But we have to understand that that's their fucking problem. Yeah. We can't we can't fix everything. Yeah. We need to try and fix what's here. For real. And if we fix what's here, you lead by example. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I'm. That's what I want to. America needs see. to become
0: the best country again, and we need to be the best again. You know what I mean? Well, and
1: it's because
0: um, we're not. We're not right now.
1: It's 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 scary to me because because of this, I I haven't gotten to it yet. It's it's one of those. Uh, you know, I just read the headline. I haven't gotten to that pod yet, but the news pod that I do the the headline for it that I downloaded the other day was it was like joe biden assures israel that if hezbollah enters the conflict that the u.s will enter the conflict which basically means that if iran gets uppity then we're going to be at war with iran yeah and it's like dude just this is some world war three shit going on
0: yeah for real
1: and it's what what happened in israel is terrible but also, Israel's response should also be, you know, they, they have the right to defend themselves. Yeah. But, again, separating the people from the government. Yeah, that's my
0: problem, is the children that are going to suffer because of this. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, 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 it's rich people playing a numbers game, and the bystanders in the middle, the children, are suffering.
1: And I'm not, I'm not sitting here defending, you know, Hamas.
0: I'm not. I'm not defending them either. But this. This is a stupid but ass game that's been going
1: on forever. That's why. That's why. Forever. That's why the Horus Heresy had some had some shit that's right. Where they're just like, hey, quit fucking trying to kill people because of they don't believe in your god. Yeah,
0: like th- this has been going on since the beginning of fucking time, and we are still fighting over there. That's why. It, it's, is this not?
1: Is this, is, has it not gone on long enough? That's why religion is fascinating to me, because it justifies it, genocide. It justifies people saying you don't <laughs> believe what I believe. You know, so there's Muslims that believe that if you're not Muslim, you're beneath them, and you know you need to die. Yeah but there's also there's also Jewish people that believe the same thing when it comes to if you're not Jewish, you're below us. Mm-hmm. There's Christians that believe that if you're not Christian, you're below us. Yeah. And it's like how Wait, about which, By the way,
0: I'd like to mention in all three of those religions, it is a direct sin to believe that, by the way, in all three of those. To consider yourself better than someone else
1: in any way, even if it is over your religion, that's a sin. But at the same time, in their holy books, they have little little snippets mm-hmm. in there that talk about, you know, how you are like, you know, God's chosen. yeah. You are, so, it's...
0: It's written in there to make you feel good about yourself, for sure.
1: It you know? That's why it's fascinating to me that, you know, because I'm not a religious person. Neither am I. I I'm more of the, you know, there's 3,000 different gods in this world. Who am I to say that... You know, this one's right over that Uh one. I I, don't know.
0: Especially when a lot of them are the same one. They just have a different Fortnite skin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's be real. Like, the difference between Islam, Christianity, and all that. Is it really all that different? Is it really all that different?
1: Why can't it it be... uh, Let's make a religion that's just like, don't be a dick. Yeah, like, let's not judge people. Can that be a religion? That one would be sick. Hey, you know that? Well, they. I've heard many a Christian say, you know that, you know, to that not to judge people. But, but they judge the most. They judge the, religious the most. religious people.
0: Yeah, I, I work at a, a gas station, and there's a lot of religious people that comes through there. And I gotta say, the hippies that come through at night, they're the most. They're the nicest people I speak to, is the hippies, the long haired, bead wearing. Greasy hair, peace and love, bro. Yeah, those are the s- nicest people I speak to. The boomers that come in, they go to church every Sunday. They ain't got nothing but hate. They ain't got nothing but hate in their hearts when they talk. I hear nothing but this is bullshit. That's bullshit. These people need to do this. I've met, you
1: know? I've met um, people that they go to a specific church, and they don't like people that go to a different church. Yeah, yeah.
0: They're just like this. Fuck them, other Christians. Fuck them.
1: They're not real Christians. They don't go to the Southern Baptists. Yeah, they they go to the Methodist Church, Mm -hmm. and it's just like what the the the
0: tribalism of man is still so strong in us. It's insane. It's insane. We're beating our chest. They're different. (laughs) They're different. You know,
1: when it's if, if you know if I cut your hand, you're gonna bleed just like if I cut my hand.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. It. And it's, and, and it's, and it's a scary. It's a scary thing mm-hmm. that we have leaders that, and I mean, you can't talk shit. You can't talk shit about Israel, especially on fucking cable news. Oh hell no, hell
0: no. You, you
1: can't have if you're a congressman. You can't. You can't even suggest that Palestine are also human beings. Yeah. Because of what Hamas did. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, but. There's like 2.2 gu- million people in Gaza, yeah, and half of them are children, 15 and yeah. under.
0: And, and those paratroopers that were sent in did that horrific shit. That was done by the government. Those children didn't make a call and say, "Send in
1: the paratroopers." Those children didn't do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna say some real talk though. That's gonna piss some people off, but it's shit that needs to be said, and that is is that, and it's it's not the Israelis' fault. It's the Israeli government's fault because, you know, when you, when you basically keep them in like a prison and you're like, you know, you're limiting the amount of resources that they get and yeah. all this stuff, you're showing, you're, you're, causing more of the population to be like, huh, maybe Hamas has a point. Yeah. Because they're doing all these negative things to me. It's the same thing with the US government. When the US government goes, "I'm going to spread democracy," and it's just like, "Bitch, maybe they didn't want your democracy. Yeah. Maybe they were perfectly fine doing the shit that they were doing." Exactly. It's like quit butting your nose into other people's fucking business. Mm-hmm. If, you know, and there's there's people that support the, the Israeli government, there's people that don't support the the Israeli government in Israel. It's complicated.
0: I'm going to be honest. I don't care what side you're on. I think we could all agree that those children don't deserve to suffer. Yeah. Because of the bullshit that the governments are feuding over. Okay? I understand what happened was fucked. But those children don't deserve to be mass slaughtered because of that.
1: We that- learned it. We Well, we should have learned it. I guarantee our government hasn't learned it. But we should have learned it after 9-11. Mm-hmm. Because we went in and started fucking shit up. And it ended up being a 20-year-long war. You know, we went to Iraq with false pretenses of weapons of mass destruction. Came out later that it was full of shit. There was no evidence of that. We were lied to. Was anybody held responsible for that? Absolutely not. No, there's
0: never anyone held responsible when lies are directly told to us and then proven wrong. Never. It's never an apology. Nobody's ever held accountable. It's just like, well, aliens are real. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah they like, deflect
0: yeah they just they, what can we do to get the people talking aliens oh shit nobody cares fuck
1: Kim Kardashian What's that? What's that? Kim
0: Kardashian yeah <laughs> it's just like god damn it son. fucking Jada Pickett Smith as uh, has Tupac's baby in the background or some fucking some stupid shit you know uh, fuck her honestly i seen a meme the other not day literally. Not, not literally not literally I, I would not Fucking Don't go near that. that creature. No. Fucking, I seen a post from Will Smith and it said, when you can't even kill her, because then she'll just be the Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb sent me that, by the way. <laughs> Ugh. It's just Will crying. That's what the picture was.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I feel bad for the man,
0: but... At the end of the day, he stuck. He decided to stick. That bitch cheated on him, lied, deceived, was unloyal, and he decided he was going to stick around. I'm going to be honest, boys. If it ever happens to you, you need to fucking go. I don't care how much you loved her. If somebody cheats on you, see ya. Fuck that. Loyalty is the most important thing in a relationship. And the minute that boundary is broken, get on out. It ain't worth it. That's why I cockblock myself. Cockblock yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you never cheat, boys. Same with the girls. That shit's not cool. It's not fun. It's not playful. It's not cute. That shit's... That shit's played out. Like, let's be honest. And it's just getting worse with my generation. Everybody's fucking around on each other. The shit's so silly. How about we have some loyalty people? You know? Yeah, well... You know how many people I went to high school with are just like, yeah, my body counts like fifty five. I don't give a fuck about any of them. They're my side hose. I'm like, bro, are you fucking kidding me?
1: I I feel bad for for you guys out there now because you have to worry about like all the different. You know, it's not like back in the you know '60s when you know there wasn't AIDS and shit like yeah, that. You yeah. know. Nowadays, you're you're playing Russian roulette where you may be like, "Man, I got laid last night," but I might have crop tickets. Now, now I feel like somebody's shoving a sparkler up my dick hole. Yeah,
0: I feel like I've I've sounded with a hot iron. Yeah,
1: that not not good. Yeah, not yeah. good. And and
0: relationship relationships are different now. I feel like like a lot different, especially with like social media. You ever notice people will like post constantly in social media like they're all happy go lucky? But you see them in public and they're not actually happy at all. They're both miserable. It's that they're it's, putting on an image.
1: Yeah, they're they're wanting to show how great their life is whenever behind closed doors they cry in the shower. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's not it's not healthy.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not their pretending. And there's the 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 whole dating scene is just really weird now because everybody hates the other gender right now. Have you noticed that? Like all women are like men are all the same. They're just going to use you for your puss. You know, fuck men. You know, this isn't that and men are like bitches are all the same.
1: They're just going after your money. Yeah, they just
0: want your money. They're going to fuck you, take your money and leave. They're going to they're going to marry you just to take your house. And it's just like it's it's not healthy to be at each other's throats like this. You know what I mean? In my opinion, I don't think it is. Because I don't think that about all women. I know there are bitches who do that. I know there's motherfucking there's dudes who do that shit too. Yeah. But I, to say that they're all like that, that's just crazy. That's crazy. That generalization's insane. And everybody's like that now. You look on social media, every girl says the same thing online.
1: The well, I think what it is is it's you know, it's it's that saying of the squeakiest gear. Gets the grease. Yeah. So, because they're the ones out there constantly posting about how shit men are, that's what you see. Yeah. Because you don't see the chick out there that is like, hey, not all men are bad. Yeah. Or the the dude, not all women are bad, because once they say that, all those other people jump on them about how they're pieces of shit.
0: Yeah. There there was this one girl I had on Facebook, I'm not going to say her name, I went to high school with her, and... For a while, I just ignored the posts, but it was a lot of, like, man hate. I was just like, whatever, whatever, you know. But I kind of got tired of seeing it, and I end up, I didn't unfriend her, but I unfollowed her. I guess you can see when people unfollow you or something somehow. And she messaged me and was just like, what's the deal? You know, what's going on? And I basically was just like, I just don't want to see all that hateful shit towards my gender when I, I do none of those things. Right. Yeah. and I was just like and also if I were to say those same things about you but reversed I would be like mutilated online by the way I hope you know that like the things you're saying about me if I were to match that energy I mean I would be a bigot, hater, sexist piece of shit with the shit that you're saying like she's like she said one of the posts was like uh, stepdad season coming up or something make sure to hide your kids and I'm just like what does that even mean? And she was just like, yeah, men are creeps these days. And I'm just like, so just, if they're you're, if you are a stepdad, you just hide your kids from them? All of them? All men are creeps? All men are gonna pedo your kids? Yeah,
1: that's fucking What the weird. fuck are
0: you on about? Like, that's insanity. You need men to create
1: children, but all men are danger to children? Here's an idea. Here's an idea. Pick better men. Yeah, seriously. Or pick like. better women.
0: It's, it's, it's crazy to me. Like, they, they, you get two bad experiences and all men
1: are, you know. It's just like, you know, with Asmund. It's like, hey, Asmund, maybe Instagram models aren't for you. Yeah. Like. I mean,
0: you can get them, but you ain't, they're not stay, sticking around. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I'm i so glad that I don't have to deal with fucking dating and shit nowadays. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. That's why I said that if it didn't work out, I'm fucking done. Yeah. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to go on the maps. <laughs> uh, no. no.
0: No. No. You don't want a Tinder story. No. 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 Hell no. Hell no. Do the no no no. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what I was saying the whole time, but just didn't have the courage to leave.
1: That would have been even funnier too. Well, I mean, it, the story is hilarious. But the second you walked back and saw her, if you just went, hell no, and to I the just, no, no, and you just walked the fuck out. I just, I take my hat off,
0: you know, put it back on and turn around, I'm gone. <laughs> like that fucking Simpsons skit, you know? Yeah. Where he takes his hat off, does a spin, puts it back on and leaves. Yeah. Straight up.
1: Or Homer, where you pop out of the bush, but then you go right back in. I,
0: like I, I part the beads. I see the creature on the other side, and then I... I bring the beads back and leave,
1: or you can go. What's uh, who's that guy from American Idol that you just you part the beads, you look and you're like, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) you just fucking dipped. (laughs) It's been a while, but not that long. See ya. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that. I still think it would have been funnier if you. I didn't have the courage, bro. I didn't. Followed through. I couldn't.
0: You know how long it took me in the bathroom? I was probably in there for three minutes psyching myself up. And then the moment the door opens, my courage breaks. Just gone. You should have rallied the troops. <laughs> my morale was dead. They were they were <laughs> rallying before we even got to the battlefield. And I guess my next plan, my fight or flight, you know, nervous
1: system was like sleep. <laughs> be nice if that if you that could solve all your problems.
0: I hate how every time I talk about me sneaking out, you're like, "She knows. She was awake. She was waiting." I hate thinking about
1: that because you're probably right. Oh, she's so, like that motherfucker. I want to get back on uh, the Warhammer topic, okay? Just because I, I just I have to I have to say my piece on this
0: mm-hmm.
1: because I'm trying to. I know you're just starting out, but I'm in the. Uh, It's the most recent because I'm trying to get it done before the next installment comes out because that's on November 7th, Volume 2 of The End and the Death comes out. So I'm trying to make it through Volume 1. Well, Dan Abnett started the Horus Heresy. I believe he wrote Horus Rising, which is the first book of the Horus Heresy. So I guess Games Workshop was like, you should end the Horus Heresy, right? So, he wrote this book, The End and the Death. Well, apparently it was so big that they have to split it into three volumes. Damn. So, I'm on volume one right now. Volume two's coming out November 7th. Hopefully, like six months from then, we'll get the last one. So, then the heresy will be over, right? And I gotta admit, that listening to all these books, um, I feel like the siege is just not it, it it doesn't feel as batshit crazy as, you know, like It should. As it yeah, like it, it like has some sta- crazy stuff. You
0: feel like the stakes aren't high enough.
1: Well no, it's it's more like I mean it's there's one is that we've kinda we know what happens so it's it's like we already have like a general idea of so, how the story's going to conclude. So the, the climax
0: is already foretold. Basically. Kinda, yeah.
1: Okay. So that that kind of sucks. But like some of the stories throughout the Heresy were like they hit a lot harder than like I feel like this one did. I feel like it's just because they're dragging it out so much. And the reason why I feel that way is because of the end and the death part one, because there's a character Malkador you hear about him throughout the whole heresy. I've heard his name a lot. Yeah, he's the Emperor's like right hand man. Right? He's the he's the Lord Regent of the Imperium. He's like six thousand years old. He's a perpetual, like the Emperor is. Is, is he a uh,
0: is he a Primarch?
1: No, no, he's an every he's just a regular like man. But oh. he's he's a perpetual, so like if he died He would come back. He'd come back. But he also hasn't died. He's like is six thousand that, years old. That's not
0: that guy old. who like Took not took place but was like kind of in like the spot of power after the emperor was on the throne and he like he replaced like the chapter with a bunch of sisters of battle and shit. No, no, no is that no, the guy no, you're talking about? No,
1: Malkador is um well, spoiler here. It's it's well known in the lore. It's basically just coming to light now in the actual writings because of this book. Mm-hmm. So the emperor in order to uh, because he has the battle with Horus. Yeah. So, but he has to get off the golden throne in order to go fight Horus, and the only person that can hold back the tides of chaos that Magnus unleashed whenever he blew through the Webway to try and warn the Emperor yeah. of the Horus Heresy, and in turn basically turned himself traitor because he did it. Yeah,
0: I do is, know that. I so do know
1: Malkador that. has to get on the golden throne to use his psychic powers to hold the war back, to hold chaos back. Yeah. And that's basically how he dies. But throughout this entire book, he has these long fucking monologues where like it sounds like he's making shit up, like he's just talking to talk. But the problem that I have the most, and I feel it's just lazy writing with Dan Abnett, is he says, I am old and I am tired. And he says that over and fucking, I've heard it like 50 fucking times. Really? And I'm halfway through the book.
0: It, now, is this supposed to be like he's going mad and he's just repeating himself, or is it bad
1: writing? It, I feel like it's just bad writing. Like, okay. It, I'm, and like I said earlier, you know, the first book of like a trilogy, because they split it into three parts, you know, it's kind of like Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, where it's like, it feels very, you know, like, I've, I've tried to get Shalana to watch those movies. And she's like, "That first movie is just so goddamn boring. yeah, because there's so much build-up. They have so much to say. yeah. So I'm trying to give them benefit of the doubt that this is just part one, and that part two and part three are gonna be fucking better.
0: Mm-hmm. You thinking they just they had, just had a poor they, they did a poor job at uh, building up for the first part so far.
1: I feel like he's just trying to put so much emphasis because this is the end of Malkador mm-hmm. that he has to show, like, how important he was. And I, dude, there's plenty of fucking stories to show how important he was. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I, that's that's so my he, beef with him. Did, is he that,
0: die, did he die on the throne holding the war back? Yeah. Or, okay. okay. Yeah,
1: he it, like, basically burned his ass up. Like, okay. he no longer exists anymore. His entire essence was burned up on yeah. the Golden Throne. Because... He wasn't the level of psycher that the Emperor is.
0: I was looking at a theory of whether or not the Emperor is a god, right? And it was a it was an interesting video that I seen. Um, and basically the 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 theory is that there's no time doesn't exist in the war. The past, the future, now it's all happening at once. And the reason you know that is because they've known of Slaanesh since the beginning, even though he hasn't a date of his birth yeah. in 40K. But all the chaos gods know of him, but yet don't know of him all at the same time. Yeah. So that means time doesn't exist in the warp.
1: Well, whenever so, you go, whenever they go into the warp, they say, like, whenever we reach our destination, it could be a day later. It yeah. could be a week later. It could be years later. Yeah. Because... You don't know how much time you've stayed, stayed in the, in the warp. warp, yeah, because time doesn't exist
0: in the warp. So it it could be any gap. But the theory is, is that with that being said, if the emperor is a god, then he was always a god, even before he was born in the mortal world. That's that's the theory that the guy was saying. If he is, then he always was, There's... which means he has insight when he's born of what's going to happen in the future. So the theory that this guy is saying is that he done everything on purpose to eventually become a god. Possibly, that's the theory.
1: That's that's the that's what a lot of people think. Yeah, because yeah. we we have a feeling because GW loves money,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so people are like, "Oh, so and so can never come back because of blah 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 blah," and it's like, well. It, you know there's going to be some mm-hmm. fuckery going on. Yeah. And they're going to be like, well, he did come back. Yeah. Because they know that how much money they'd make off of the model.
0: Yeah.
1: Off of the book of them coming back. And so there's there's money to be made. Mm-hmm. So I feel like everybody eventually might come back. Just when they need a bump in revenue. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, yeah. let's bring Russ back. Let's bring this guy back. Mm-hmm. Let's bring this guy back. But... um when it comes to the emperor i'm not saying i, I feel I, like he will come back mm-hmm. some way somehow you know but yeah I, there is a sinking suspicion that he was just like there are no gods there are no gods he
0: did that because he would eventually become the god that's why he wiped out religion so he would be the prime holy force that everyone believed in
1: for all of that's humanity. That's the theory. I yeah. don't
0: necessarily know if I believe that yet, because I don't have enough information, but it's an interesting theory.
1: Well, because... That he's
0: in the warp fighting against Chaos right now, because he... And the irony is that if he died, if they just let him die, he'd come back. That's well, the irony of it.
1: Well, so, that's the thing, though, is that if he, got off, if he died and, like, was no longer on the Golden Throne, then that's whenever Chaos would rush through and envelop all of, do do of Terra.
0: Do you think that... Tara would be wiped out by chaos before
1: he could come back as a perpetual. Well, I don't know how long it takes for somebody because to come back. Does he just
0: get reborn in another body? How does that work?
1: See, that's Perpetuals. that's the that's the part is that we don't. I don't think it's ever been written down like how somebody comes like, back. Yeah, because, because is he
0: reincarnated? Is he in a new body? Is he remanifested into the mortal world?
1: Because there's a there's a side character in some of the Heresy books. Um, john grammaticus and he's a perpetual yeah but like he dies in one book and then he comes back in another one and like he has different like he's like oh john is what i chose for this life kind of a thing and so but they don't ever say like does he just wake back up like...
0: Manifested in a new body? Yeah, like, they, they
1: don't ever really explain... Or does he have to, you know, go through some form of, does like... Does he have to
0: grow through his, a childhood again, or something?
1: Like... It, it happens so fast that I don't think he has to go through childhood, but that's the weird part, is, like, you know, does he... Is he born, and then it's, like, rapid growth until he is, it, is a human again? And is it his
0: same physical form, or is it different? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because the god-emperor, like, is he... Could he come back as, like, a tiny dude.
1: Well, there's Would that happen? There's or? also there's also the theory that um what actually is happening is the emperor is dying and like immediately getting thrown back into his like shell of a body over and over. Like he's
0: like he's he's going into his body and then his body's dying and he's leaving. And it's just happening over because and over. Because he's again? a
1: perpetual, yeah, like it's a constant like, you know, restart kind of yeah. a thing. Restart from last checkpoint. So it's they haven't really solidified that. I'm wondering if Volume Three is going to come out with it. But that's the the thing that irritates me the most is that I'm pretty sure I heard Dan Abnett state that a lot of these authors, what they do whenever they get tasked with writing a book, like for the Heresy, they have to go into like this boardroom type setting where there's a ton of different authors in it that they write for Game shit, and like they have to hash out what the story is going to be. Oh, okay. And and I think that's one of the reasons why Josh Reynolds, the guy from the Fabius Bile trilogy, maybe that's why he doesn't write for 40K anymore, because...
0: He's tired of being restrained by the the, the round table.
1: Yeah, yeah. But therein lies where I get a little shitty about it, because it's like, so you're trying to tell me that they might have sat in a fucking boardroom and they okayed Dan Abnett? Saying, I'm old, and I'm tired. Yeah. 500 goddamn times in the book. Like, I loved Malkador. He had some cool-ass parts, but this book is making it to where I'm just like, I can't wait for this fucker to die. Yeah,
0: just just kick the fucking bucket already, Yeah,
1: I'm just like, I'm over it.
0: I'm over it. Fair enough, fair enough.
1: But it is, I'm, after I got through the first, like, Few hours and I kind of wrap my mind around like oh this. What is are just... the
0: last? Sorry to cut you off, but I gotta ask this because it's been on my head. What are the two primar? There's two primarchs we don't know of. So there's 18 we know of, and there's two we don't. Did they just do that so people could homebrew characters?
1: That's or... that's what people say.
0: Okay, because I do, I can't find any information on them other than. Uh, Horace bringing up, bringing up two brothers and then getting the shit slapped out of him by, uh,
1: by Malkador.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, the, he's like fucking this fucking tall and this motherfucker up here. And he's like, whoosh, you know,
1: yeah. He, he's he like, don't cold mention cocks. that shit ever. He cold cocks this like 20 foot tall fucking, you know, demigod. Yeah. And so, he's this frail old man. That's the
0: only information I
1: found on them. And he's like, you shut hat. your whore mouth.
0: Yeah. That's the only information I found on those characters, and i and I, the only thing I could think of is they did that for homebrewing characters, and also so that they have something to bring into the series later on.
1: That's that's the that's what I'm thinking. It,
0: I'm, it's fuel for the future because
1: there's two. Yeah. So right now, people have two different options of saying that you know this this chapter is one of the long lost primarchs, like that's what the gene seed is from. But they have it in their back pocket that they could bring one of them back. Mm-hmm. And they could still have that one to have homebrews.
0: I have to ask, how many loyalists, Primarchs are there after the heresy?
1: Well, that's the... So, It's I don't think it's technically canon anymore. But there's the War of the Beast, which is when like there was an orc invasion on Terra. Um... But apparently those books were so fucking bad that they just, like, retconned the whole thing. Hmm. But that allegedly was, like, 1,500 years after the heresy. And that's when Vulcan died. The guy, the the Primarch of the salamanders.
0: Yeah, the green green salamanders. Yeah, he, like,
1: fell into, in the story, um, he fell into, like, raw warp energy. Or not warp energy, wog energy. Oh, shit. And so... So he got the full force of... Gork and Mork. But at the same time, he's a perpetual.
0: So he can come back from that?
1: So technically, he can come, Yeah, there's some like thing that he tasked his sons to find like it's like seven artifacts or something like that. And once they find all these artifacts, then he'll return. Hmm. But then there's, you know, um, Lehman Russ, uh, the Space Wolf Primarch. He's fucking dope. Is he loyal? He's loyal.
0: What about
1: uh but he's like the the story of him is and I I'm, I'm not 100% sure where the story came into if it was just like maybe in a codex or mm-hmm. something cuz some lore is in codex only as well but I hear that he's just like naked in the warp like fucking shit up oh shit <laughs> like he's <laughs> yeah. just yeah he's freeballing um, it just
0: what there's another chapter it's like the is it the Imperial Fist? Iron Fist? The Imperial... Yeah, the is Imperial it, Fist. Piss, is that what it is?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're loyal. They're loyal. Right? They have, and that's where... They're the
0: only reason the heresy didn't... They, uh, they stopped that from...
1: That's Rogel Dorn.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, and, he is the main reason that shit didn't get too out of hand. It's because his sheer defense, his well, ability to defend... <laughs> that was
1: that was the only reason Portorabo agreed to join the heresy, is because him and Rogel... Had like because Rogel was like a defensive master,
0: yeah.
1: Like, you couldn't take over anything that he fortified, mm-hmm. he was a defense genius. But Portorabo was the breaker of you know, he would, he could, he was a he siege sieged, lord, yeah.
0: He was the siege master, yeah.
1: So, it was like them going toe to toe with each other, and that's why Portorabo was like, I broke Terra, dude. Like I got into the palace. I don't. I don't have anything else to really go for anymore. So he fucked off to the warp, and is just kind of hanging out now, doing his own thing. That's
0: some big dick energy. He's like, "I won. See you. I'm going to hell." Well, he,
1: <laughs> when you when you read through the the seed, you think you think about like, wait a minute, like, you know, if Potarabo didn't fuck off and leave, they might have actually fucking won.
0: Yeah.
1: Like if. You know, if... I personally think that... Because Conrad Kurz wasn't there.
0: Yeah.
1: They had some Night Lords there. But if Conrad Kurz was there... Holy shit. They probably would have won. Yeah. Because Conrad was the master of fear. hmm So... You know... Is he
0: that one that looks like fucking Dracula?
1: Kinda? Yeah, he's, he's Space Batman. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, he, he's got the long fucking hair and the red cloak and shit. Um... What was I, I
1: going to ask? There's another thing. Shit. So yeah, it's it's been a it's been a really good story, but like I I feel like I'm I'm hoping that I'm wrong, but just this first book, I'm just going, come on guys.
0: At, at least right now, it's it's looking rough.
1: It's looking oh, rough. Okay. Because okay. th- there are other stories in the Siege that were far better, far better. Because like Lost in the Damned was really fucking good, um, so it was like Lost in the Damned, First Wall, Saturnine, Warhawk, Echoes of Eternity is phenomenal, and but there's like there's there's a couple that are just like eh, did you really need all that? Like you could have incorporated that into another book. Mm-hmm. Like you know really, dude. What's up with the fuck? The world leaders are broken.
0: How so? They can make space marines in a fucking month. What you talking about? They can create. They can make space marines in a month's time. I was I was watching a lore video, and it was just like comparison to a normal space marine of a normal chapter, how long it takes, and it's like a fucking decade to make them. And then the world eaters, it takes like a month's time to create those. It probably it, it it takes an insane amount of energy. To do but well I what I'm and, and it requires a very specific thing they have to be dying His world leaders have to be dying for the, them to be able to be conjured that quick too
1: well I think what that uh-huh. is is and'm I'm, I'm talking out of my ass here because uh-huh. you know there's a lot of lore that I don't know
0: yeah but it's hard to know all of 40k lore like
1: but I will say that that's probably because corn wants to like reincarnate them so yeah. like when and they, they have die, the
0: same soul, he just keeps putting a soul in a new body. So they remember everything, all their battle knowledge, everything.
1: As long now, I, I will say though that when it comes to because there are world eaters that have died, uh, like Liorvine, I love that fucking character and Horus. Do they
0: all have the butchers nails?
1: Um, every world eater except for Psychers. Okay. Because gotcha. when they put the. What book was it? I wanna say maybe it was in Betrayer mm-hmm. that they, they mention it. That um which is probably by far my most favorite heresy novel. Betrayer. Betrayer. I have to check that one out. Well but you gotta you know the pre rex. Yeah, the prereqs. Uh, there's only a few that I'd say you have to listen to. Obviously you get a more encompassing like if you went back and listened to it again. When you listen to a few other books before it, you're probably like, oh shit, like that part of the book hits a little bit different. But just to get the gist of the story, there's like four books that you really need to listen to yeah. in order to know. Um, but I think they they mention it in that one that they they tried putting it into Psychers, but like once they came to and the nails were, like, hitting. Like, they would shoot fire out of their eyes, or they would explode. They'd probably
0: make their warp feel crazy in their head.
1: Well, they'd... Because ki- they wouldn't be able to control their psychic abilities. Yeah. So they basically just slaughtered shit around them until they were put down. Yeah. So they well, I, they outlawed psychers being into it. But oh, that's okay. also why a lot of the world eaters, when they come across a psycher, they don't like them. Mm. But corn doesn't like psychers either. So that's... It the the psychic like attunement that they have whenever a world leader's around him it caused the fucking nails to act up, really? and like hit him a little bit harder because of the psychic, you know shit near him.
0: Well, I noticed anytime i seen a picture of a world eater with his helmet off, it was always this pale looking Voldemort motherfucker with cords coming out of his back, back yep. of his head. So I figured they all had them. I figured
1: they took the nails because they thought that by taking. The same affliction that their father had, that they would become closer yeah. to their father. But instead, their father didn't give a fuck.
0: Yeah,
1: Angron didn't give two shits about any of his sons. Like, he may respect some of them, but he didn't really give a shit if they live or died. Yeah. So, it kind of backfired on him there. Um but yeah, it's just... Were they
0: a chapter of Space Marines, normal chapter, before they became the World Eaters? Yeah. Okay. What were they before?
1: The Warhounds.
0: The Warhounds.
1: Okay. Before, so before um, the Emperor found Angron, the, uh, they were the Warhounds. But whenever they found Angron, Angron was like charging this slave rebellion, and he called his like slave rebellion the Eaters of Cities, and so whenever he took over the Legion, he said, you know, in, in homage to those guys, um, which he had major fucking problems with the Emperor about all that, um, they, uh, he was like, he renamed his Legion to where, you know, I had the Eater of Cities. You, my children, my sons, are now the Eaters of Worlds because they would just go fuck up an entire planet. So, but they were also like scorched earth shit.
0: Yeah, I gotta say the World Eaters, some of the most appealing looking Space Marines in my opinion. They look fucking cool.
1: They, their I, we-
0: their weapon choice too, very cool. I love the axes. Yeah, I really like the axes. The chain axes. Yeah, yeah. And the, um, their guns look fucking nuts too, man. Their guns, look, their bolt guns look crazy. Like they got all kinds of fucking. Like, corn
1: skulls. Yeah, and, yeah,
0: yeah. Not to mention, they all, like, look like Voldemort. Like, they're, like, pale, like, monsters, man.
1: Yeah, they... Every and they single all have a
0: chiseled fucking grin ear to ear. It's so fucking creepy looking. That
1: every, pretty much every chaos space marine has very, very bad daddy issues. <laughs> Because it seems like every single one of them are just like I fucking hate my dad, <laughs> and it's it's kind of comical. You you the dark humor in in this fucking world is just ridiculous, but yeah, it's it's fun. I I, I encourage everybody to try and get into it a little bit.
0: I, I will say somebody who was having trouble getting into it at first, because, you know, I don't even really know why I was having trouble at first. I think it was just I didn't have that first shove into something I found interesting. I, I think I was too caught on the Skaven and the Fantasy, and I, knowing that they weren't there, it, it hurt me a little. Yeah. But I promise everybody, it's it's interesting. It's fun. So, get into it.
1: If you get... Fantasy
0: is fun too. If if you need to get into the fantasy first and then get into the the you know forty k, do that. Do what you got to do. But they're not
1: really connected.
0: They're not. They they have they have almost every character in forty k, or not in forty k. but in fantasy is in forty k. They're just different. So if you if you learn fantasy and then you go to forty k, you're gonna see a lot of parallels, though.
1: I will say. Well, with chaos, not necessarily with.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, like like
1: every day, like the yeah. humans and the elves and all that. They're they're not really the same. They're not
0: the same. They're, they're similar, but not the same. Like you still got BDSM vampires. They're just pirates instead of space pirates. But you know if, what I if mean? you're,
1: I wouldn't advise physically reading the books because like they a lot of them aren't in print anymore. So you're gonna have to get them secondhand and then yeah. like all the heresy books. Minimum of like you can find some of them that are like fifteen bucks, but don't don't expect to. There's some of them that are like forty, fifty dollars. So if if you're if you're like me and you love the physical books, then you know go for it. But if you're okay with you know reading it on a Kindle, read it on a Kindle. You're gonna spend like maybe eleven dollars, but try out Horace Rising. That's the very first Horace Heresy book. And you're not going to be... Because they, they mention the heresy in like pretty much every 40K novel. some At some point, they mention the heresy. So you might as well just start there. Yeah. But try out that first book. You can either listen to it on Audible or you can get it on Kindle. And, and go from there. But um, we are... We are above the hour mark by a considerable amount. <laughs> oh, so... Yeah. We're gonna cut it short here. I would love to hear from our Canadian brothers or sisters. Mm-hmm. I,
0: shoot an email, mail motherfucker, mail
1: motherfucker, uh, or you know, the dude from or the person from Brussels. I sorry, it's 2023. I don't assume genders. <laughs>
0: <laughs> shoot us a, shoot us an email. Ask us a question.
1: Yeah, or you know, insult us. Mm-hmm. I I don't. Give a fuck.
0: Counter one of our opinions. Yeah. I'd love to hear
1: it. Yeah. Honestly. I, that's the only way we move forward is if you put out your opinion on something and you're able to have a, you know, a civil conversation yeah. with somebody that has a different opinion. you got a counterpoint
0: opinion. to something that we said and you think that you could persuade us to think differently? I'm more than open to, to hearing your
1: point of view. But with that, as always, do fun shit. And we'll catch you next time. On Centarted.
0: See ya.